Hey everybody, it's Alan. Hope you're doing well. Wanted to share a little story that happened to my sister yesterday. Now she lives down in Southern California and she called me today to tell me about this incident. So she was walking across the street to get in her car in a decent neighborhood and it's 3.30 in the afternoon. You know, pretty hot day. I think she, she says it's hitting 110 down there in Southern California, some of those places. So, but hot, sunny afternoon. She's going to walk across the street, get in her car to leave. Now, she sees this woman on a bicycle, which, big deal. We all see people on bicycles and walking and stuff. And it doesn't necessarily mean we have to be extra cautious or go hypervigilant and think it's a threat. A woman on a bicycle, right? Okay. So she goes over to her car, she gets in her car, all of a sudden that woman drives up and sticks her tire into the door where my sister couldn't close the door. And she says, you got a dollar. And by this time, now the woman is closer on the bicycle, you know, and my sister can recognize, you know, it's a homeless type person or appears to be, um, which a lot of homeless people do have bicycles as their means of transportation. Some just walk, but others do have bicycles. So she tells the woman, you need to get to move your tire so I can shut my door. And it was a brief exchange and the woman freaked out and just started going ballistic, screaming a lot of vulgarities of what she was going to do to my sister and all of this. My sister was able to get the door closed and the woman was smashing and, you know, put some dents in the car, got in front, you know, my sister was parked in where she couldn't get out real quickly, couldn't just speed away. So she's trying to get out of the parking spot and the woman gets in the way and my sister didn't want to just run her over. So, you know, eventually she was able to get out and back up and, and get away from the woman and, and leave the area. Um, the only damage was some dents in the car. Uh, nothing else was harmed. My sister wasn't harmed. So with that, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, what you can do in some of these situations. One, you know, we're always being aware. But again, sometimes things don't trigger our awareness as an immediate threat. A woman on a bicycle, you see him on the street, not necessarily going to be a, a recognized as immediate threat. And not all homeless people or people that appear to be homeless are threats. Unfortunately, some are. I often in my live presentations will show examples of a little ploy that people will sometimes use to get close to you and able to rob you. Okay, uh, so you know, it, it's hard to judge. I don't want to turn people into cynical people being you know, scared or overvigilant about anyone. But the fact is there are people out there preying on other people. And we have seen here in this community where I'm at an increase in some of the aggressiveness and violence among the homeless people that are in Missoula, Montana. And it was funny because before I even said that, my sister said that they are seeing an increase in aggressiveness and violence among the homeless population down there as well. So I don't know if it's worldwide, countrywide, but she says down there they have seen an increase. And I have talked to law enforcement friends of mine here in Missoula and there's been an increase. Take that for what you will, but we need to be careful. Now, in the car, which was very fortunate, my sister was in the car, 
she did the right thing about not getting out. If you're in a vehicle, don't get out and put yourself in harm's way or more in harm's way. Use that car as protection. Now, the best thing you can do is drive away. Now, if someone gets in your way, you know, you have a couple options. And one option is to run the person over. That is only if you seriously believe that that person is a serious threat and is going to cause you serious injury and or death. Because running a person over can cause serious injury or death. And you're not allowed to just run someone over or hurt somebody because they put a dent in your car. You know, we can't hurt other people over material possessions. But if you are in fear for your life and the person has the means and you believe capability to possibly seriously injure or kill you, and the only way to get out of there is possibly running them over or bumping them with your car, you may be justified. But you're going to have to be able to articulate why you believe that later when you're talking to law enforcement and possibly in a court of law. So I don't want to advocate running people over unless it's absolutely your only way of getting to safety. Um, if you can back up, you know, back up, get out of there if the people you know, or person is in front of you. You know, my sister said she honestly believed that person, was, she, that woman was going to like throw the car and it would like throw the bicycle into the car and possibly shatter the windows or something. But she was able to back up and then and get out of there without having to bump or run over the woman and with only a minimum damage to her vehicle. Now, here's a couple other interesting things. When they called the police, they got a recording and no call back. So a good thing that it wasn't a de desperate emergency at that time. And that's sort of typical in a lot of places. We don't have enough law enforcement to protect everybody or to respond to things where a person was not hurt so or killed. And, and that's why I am always preaching. You have to be responsible for your own safety because others, they're not coming. Now, a couple other things I talked about with my sister. That's a perfect example of why you may wish to carry a less than lethal weapon. I don't think you'd be justified in pulling out lethal force and killing that woman at that time. Obviously, I can look back, you know, in hindsight and say, no, what, you know, my sister got away and she was okay. But having some kind of chemical spray, a pepper spray, or like the Reflex Protect, a new company I'm working with that is a CS-based gel, some kind of defensive spray, uh, something like that may be justified and work in a situation like that where you can roll down the window, especially if you have a stream, you know, a fogger or something not going to work, you're going to get it in your car and you're going to be screwed up. But, you know, like the Reflex Protect, it shoots a long stream is sort of like a wasp spray stream of this gel that globs on people's face. So, you know, holding that right out the window and squirting it at the person in front of the car may be a deterrent to get that person out of the way so you could drive off. You know, so a, a less than lethal way of handling a situation. Um, so those kind of products do belong in your layers of security. You know, having other less than lethal weapons, whether that would have been a stun gun, whether it would have been something that makes noise, any of those kind of devices that they sell could have maybe helped. You know, especially if the woman would have tried to get into the vehicle or broke a window or my sister would have actually had to go hands on. You know, that's when a stun gun or some of these other less than lethal weapons could maybe be beneficial. 
And it also, if it were to have escalated into where it could have been a deadly force, maybe the, the woman had some kind of weapon, you, you know, you'd be justified if you were carrying a lethal, uh, weapon, lethal force uh, and use that weapon. Obviously, if you're carrying, you need to be carrying something that's legal in the area that you're in. And as I told my sister, you know, if you're carrying something, it has to be accessible and you have to be trained and know how to use it. And you want to do all that training and prep beforehand. You don't want to be figuring out how to use your instrument and when you're under that stress. You know, because my sister said it really scared her. And, you know, the adrenaline dump hit her and all of those things. You know, I have a whole chapter in this book about it and, and ways what you can do. And this isn't just for shootings. Um, you know, that stuff happens with an incident like my sister was in or all sorts of different kind of emergency stressful uh, situations. You know, that's why Barry Eisler said this book isn't just for sh active shooter situations. It will help you stay safe in general for all sorts of situations. And that's why I said, get that book. Uh, you know, Survive a Shooting has stuff in there to help keep you safe all across the board. And so, you know, I talked to my sister about the stuff I wrote about in the chapter on stress and what it does, how it deteriorates your fine motor skills, how it makes it so you can't think and rationalize as well. That is why it is so important to read a book like this, to get some training, to think about and visualize these things beforehand and have your plan before they ever happen. So under that stress, you will be able to perform better than if you had no prep at all. Okay, So that's just a few little tips of what you can do when you're in, you're in a counter situation like that. Now, my sister did not know if the woman was on some kind of chemical substance of drugs, or maybe she was just an altered mental state naturally, um, you know, with, with some kind of mental illness. It doesn't matter. You know, in the heat of the moment, it does not matter if the person is mentally ill or, you know, high on some type of drug when they're in your face and posing a threat. You don't care what's causing it. You just want to stop it and get out of there safely. And so remember, material possessions don't matter, but you got to protect your body. Staying in a vehicle is one of the best things. Use that vehicle to get out of there. Only run over a person if you have no other choice and you believe that person is going to seriously injure or kill you. And that that's the only way to stop them from doing that is for you to bump them or run them over to get to safety. I you know, hope that sort of helps you think about these things. As you're out and about in your daily life, Every once in a while, not all the time, but every once in a while, think about what you would do if someone were to come up and attack you in certain situations. My sister never dreamed that she would be walking across the street in a place where she frequents often in the middle of the day, 3.30 in the afternoon, and that some woman on a bicycle would ride up and start attacking her in her vehicle. Now she does. Uh, now, you know, so you got to be thinking about this kind of stuff. It does happen. And just like the little plan, the little bit of awareness they give you when you board an aircraft to let you know where the exits are and have a plan of what you would do in a case of emergency, mentally rehearsing those kind of things periodically throughout, you know, your week or whatever will better prepare you to react if something actually happens. So think about it a little bit. Hope these tips were useful. 
and enjoy life safely. Remember, this doesn't happen every day to you, so I don't want you paranoid and staying at home. I still want you going out on hot summer days, but I do want you to do so safely.